if I make a sale, I'm profiting. I'm making even money, right? Because yeah. if I make one sale, I make a thousand. I spent 400 here, I spent 300 here. I'm up, right? But now if I'm using the high intent leads, it's all about your at-bats. To make my one sale, I need to make one sale out of 25. I only got to bat 25. <laughs> but if I go on the age leads, I got to bat 200 to make that one sale. Thanks for joining us this week on the Lead Sales Podcast. You know, I'm joined in studio this week, Joanne Rosales. Hi, everyone. And we got John, co-host John Bacheron. How are we doing? All right. And we're going to have a special guest joining us from Florida. We had Florida last week as well, but, you know, we have Misha Martin, who I'm, who I'm excited to hear from. Before we get started, because there's a lot I want to ask you, because uh -huh. you're the uh, woman of the hour. I wanted to, to hey. get some information, but uh, <laughs> we just came off of Memorial Day. You know, so mm -hmm. Memorial Day weekend was, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we had a couple of military guys that were, that were on our live dials and, and then one guy said to the other and said, hey, happy Memorial Day. And then and then Derek was the one was like, it's not really anything to say happy Memorial Day to me because <laughs> Memorial Day is about about the uh, the the brave soldiers that, that, that went into battle and they lost their lives and made our country what it is. Okay. So, I mean, first of all, thank you to all the service members. Thank for everyone because we wouldn't have the opportunities that we have and we wouldn't have this great country that we do, even with all of its imperfections and the, the occasional issues and things that come up, you know, it's, it's, it's part of life, but, but, you know, we're very blessed to be in this country to have the, the freedoms that we do and the opportunity to pursue the things that we want and the rest it's kind of on you and kind of on us. We got to do our own thing. And, um, over Memorial Day weekend, I actually got a chance to see John and John and his kids, and you know, was able to hang out a little bit. And Marlon's kids' birthday, so it was it's just great seeing people in a non-work capacity sometimes to to be able to enjoy that moment and understand what we're working for, right? Mm -hmm. you know, it can't be about work all the time, like. And then also, I got a chance to watch my uh, my godson just graduate from college, which makes me feel incredibly old, right? Um, so I mean, and and then I also got to go get a chance to go watch my niece's basketball game. Who it's a it's a yearly Memorial Day weekend Tigers tournament, right? Okay. So I went to go watch, and then she has she has triplets. She has triplet siblings. So like while she was while she's watching, like I'm like I'm like the best uncle ever. You know, I'm the fun uncle, the irresponsible uncle. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I saw I saw the triplets, and they're I think they're ten or eleven. That's how irresponsible I am. They're ten or eleven, I think. Maybe oh. maybe nine, nine, ten. I thought there were seven or eight. Maybe. Uh, somewhere in that they're, 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 I didn't like, think they were that old. They're kind of little. They're kind of little. but we nine? Yeah. Probably nine. Years, 11. So I think they're two years younger. So I think about nine. All right. Whatever. <laughs> you guys get the point. So they're they're the ones that they, they love like hop jumping all over yeah. me and they want they want me to like to, to throw them up in the air and to pick them up and all that stuff. Right. So I'm as when they were younger, it was easy, you know, because the thing is like they're lighter and it's just it's just real easy. And then so I, so like they would all, they they would get they would do this thing where they stand directly in front of me and then I just have to lift them like straight up like this and then like hold see how long I can hold them and kind of swing them around, and then so they eventually so I I pick up one no problem it's not it's not an issue, and then the second one they they start stacking up and then the second one's like <laughs> like pick me up and I'm like all right and then and then they're like they're like and then think about kids as, as soon as you do it they're like again yeah and again and then you got to keep okay. doing it and then physically you're just you're just beat after a while so like it got to the point where I'm doing all three of them. And then like my arms were just like burning by the end, by the end of the uh, basketball game. And then like the next day I was sore. Right. <laughs> so 
it's like a it's like a full workout every time I hang out with my nieces and nephews, which I love them. So I mean, it's it's worth it. But you know, the reason why I bring that up is because it's kind of analogous to the things that we do, mm-hmm. right? You know, when we when we we have the capacity to be able to, we have so much strength and we have so much bandwidth and we have so much energy or capacity, whatever you want to call it. And if we do our job right, it's, is this a hard job? No. There's hard work involved, but yeah. like, overall, it's not a hard job. Like we get, like it doesn't take a split, doesn't take a particular no. set of skills or specialized like education for you to be able to do this. You just have to get your reps and continue to do it. But we all have the capacity to do so. Now the thing is, if we start adding in additional kids or additional things or additional you know things that get on your plate, then becomes heavier and heavier to lift, mm-hmm. and it becomes more and more difficult. And then also. It's not as it's not as fun because like when I had all three of them, I couldn't like swing them around wildly because I'm just barely trying to keep them up, right? Right. So that's the same thing that we do in our business. If like we start spreading ourselves a little too thin, we start focusing on hey, how do we do this? How do we do that? And then eventually you get to the point where whatever your 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 main endeavor is, sometimes you don't get the the maximum return on it, yeah. or you don't get the, the the expected results. So like let let's just say we have like. I'm at, I have, we have this capacity in terms of handling this one business. Now, if I pick up a second business and I haven't really mastered this yet, then the, it's not like, Hey, here's two streams of income at this level. In reality, what it does is it drops me down and I have two average size streams of income. So, I mean, that's, that's just something that I want everyone to consider when you guys are, you know, looking at your results and just thinking like, Hey, I'm not really getting exactly what I want out of this yet, or I'm not making the type of money I was expecting. It's like, have you done everything to master to this point where you're able to pull away a little bit from your first business to be able to add on to the, add on to the additional uh, side hustles or, or second business, third business, fourth business. We have, we have a, we have, we know somebody yeah. that uh, he was, he was always the ideas guy. Yeah. It's a matter of focus, right? So you're doing one great thing here, but if you start focusing on something else, it's like, you saw another squirrel and you saw another cat and he starts focusing on multiple things. Like where is your continuous focus on, you know, if your bandwidth is a hundred percent, you're not going to put a hundred percent into this business. Now you have to divvy it up. Right. And so we have this one guy, Go ahead. you tell him the story. Well, so, so it's always a brand new idea. It's, all, it's always like, Oh dude, like I have this idea. I'm going to make money here. I'm going to make money there. And then I'm always like, I was, I was like, look, pursue whatever you want, whatever, whatever your passion is, if that's really what you think is going to be for you. But I'm like, how about you master this one thing first? And I'm saying this because when I got into sales in the first place, I got into insurance, my, uh, my, my trainer, my, my manager, who's now like still my work wife, even though we don't work together. Mm-hmm. Like what I said, like, Hey, I, now I didn't think I was going to, I was going to be get into sales. I didn't, I didn't think I'd be interested in sales, but now that I'm doing it and I'm having some success, like, what if I get my real estate license? You know, there's going to there's gonna be plenty of a crossover. There's going to be plenty of opportunities. And if I can sell this, what if I sell homes? Like, think how much bigger that commission is going to be. And then, like, she gave me the best advice. And she said, first of all, you're not that good. You, you suck, <laughs> right? And which she humbled me a bit because I guess that's the work wife's responsibility. <laughs> right. But, um, but, also, but also, she she was like, she's like, I don't care what she, I really don't care what you do. But the thing is, you're, what, whatever you think you know here, you're not really as good as you think you are until you have years of experience and you really know how to handle because you've had a good start, but then it's a long process, mm-hmm. right? There's going to be ups and downs. And I'm like, fair. And then, she, and then she's like, so just master this first. And then like, don't spread yourself. Then if you later on, you decide you want to get into real estate, cool, do whatever you want. I don't care. 
And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I could have been like, what do you know? You're not my boss woman. And <laughs> so, but instead I just took it, I took it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I really don't know very much about sales. Like just cause I was able to make some sales doesn't mean I'm great at sales yet. Yeah. So I took that bit of advice. I just decided to just focus on building this thing up first. And then 17, 18 years later, I'm still just doing just this because I mean, there's more than enough to be able to make the amount of money that I want here. And there's still plenty of new challenges within the business that I still can continue to build upon. So right. I, I don't want to, I didn't want to spread that. So I mean, even though she was mean to me, <laughs> she was actually right at that, in that moment. And all this to be, all this to say is like, you guys, you guys are all adults. You guys can do whatever you guys want. You can, you can, uh, if you want to jump into a bunch of different things, that's fine. It's just for me, what I've learned over, over, over the course of my business experience is generally speaking, the, uh, the person that has one job generally makes more than the person that has two jobs, mm. right? If you think about like little, little part-time jobs here and there, rather than focusing on that one job and just trying to get promoted and, and, and increase whatever you're doing. And then the person with three jobs typically makes less money than the person with two jobs because right. now you're just doing a bunch of small part-time work. Now, this is different once you get to the point where you mastered your initial main hustle. And you're able to pull away and actually you have people to run your business and you still maintain a certain degree of the same level of profitability. And then you're, and then you can start looking into other things or the person that, that really, if you have the people that, that do a lot of different things and they're still profitable, it's because they have built up the capital or their parents were rich or something where they can go and invest to a bunch of different businesses. Yeah. Right. So that's my general observation. Yeah. It's do, uh, do you find do you guys find this to be true. It's more of um, you're coming in brand new, right? If you're coming in brand new, do you want to come in brand new with multiple things? That means you're going to go in the tackle and be the, the jack of all trades, master of none, right? Yeah. Or do you want to master one first, specialize in your trade, specialize in your business, you get to master it, you identify your client, you, you have a special niche, you create a system, it's scalable, you blow it up, you get it going to where you can step away and automate it and then tackle a new thing. So that's the difference. So like a lot of people, you know, they, there's that saying that you want to have six sources of passive income. And I think a lot of people see that too quick before they master their first income. And then now they're doing this and they're doing that and doing that. And when you're, you're talking about the, the two jobs to three jobs, well, what kind of jobs are they? You know, if you mastered your number one position, you're now making more money than needed that you don't need the second or third job. So that extra income has become a second or third passive income. It's more an investment vehicle. It's not a job anymore. But if you're doing two jobs or three jobs, that means your first job is not doing enough for you. You're not making enough on that job. So it's either a short labor, small labor type, low skill, or you're not great at it, that you're not able to create big value to charge your price. Yeah, the, 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 the point I'm trying to get across is don't let, if, if you care about the first job or the main thing, don't let the other things start diminishing your capacity within that or else you perform at a lower level and that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because now you're getting mediocre to below mediocre results on multiple things rather than focusing on getting really good at one thing that provides you the majority of your results. We always talk about the 80-20 rule, right? Right. What's the 80-20 rule? You get the 20% of all the things you're doing is the most productive in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> or or, or 20% of the, the things you focus on produces 80% of the results or right. something, right? Right. So I, there, there has to be like a right, right amount of balance. And the thing is, if you haven't balanced out what you really need to get out of the first one yet, 
don't go don't go starting some other stuff thinking that hey this is going to supplement it to, to bring me up to where i want to be it's just it's just not very realistic and that's and that's just that's just my point right so <laughs> misha how just uh just uh introduce yourself a little bit you know just tell us how long you've been in the insurance industry where you're from what you want to get out of this opportunity all that good stuff Okay, well, I've been in the insurance industry for about four years. I didn't really take it serious until year three. Okay. Um, I'm a single divorced mom, so I really just want to get out of it. Um, generational wealth for my children. I want to be the best that I can in this industry. Um, I go super hard, and I just want to, you know, make the best out of this. This is all that I do. I have a master's in social work. I came down here with like a few garbage bags full of clothes. I'm from Detroit originally. Um, mm. Somebody introduced me into insurance. I decided to do insurance. So I let go of my social social work career for this. So I plan to take it. It's, you know, I plan to take it far. <laughs> cool. And and how's the, uh, how's the insurance industry treating you so far? Like what, what's your thoughts on it? Like, how, like what made you take it more seriously in the last year? I, I guess what made me take it seri more serious in the last year is, I mean, I guess after, I mean, everybody had a hard time during COVID. I mean, it's just, it's a very lucrative business. Like I went to school for all those years for social work and I don't see a quarter of the money that I see in insurance. <laughs> um, then, you know, when I, in 2020, like when I started to take the insurance industry more seriously, I lost four people back to back and none of them had insurance. They were all very close to me and it just made me take a step back like dang i'm i nobody knows what i'm doing like why why am i insurance agent so i'm just online posting pictures and nobody knows what i'm doing now when i get online every time i post everybody knows i'm the life insurance lady <laughs> because i mean i'm one i'm making money and then two nobody around me can have the excuse to have a gofundme or to pass away without life insurance no i, I definitely have have noticed that you have a little bit more intentionality behind all your social media posts because before it, I mean, you're, you're on, but it, yeah. now, now just, I, I couldn't, even, I, if you didn't say that, I, I don't know if I would have noticed it as quickly, but I just noticed like something had changed and you know, it definitely shows. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I get door hangers. If I could, whatever I have to do, like yard, yard signs, I'll go out, do the footwork. I get leads, whatever it takes. Um, and just like you guys were talking about earlier, it's very important about important to be intentional. So I'm just learning this year to be content and intentional and to take things slow because first I was like, oh man, it's not working right now. So I'm just going to stop. I need to do something else. Like I'm going, going to try a different line of insurance or try this or try that. But once I really locked in with insurance, like I'm doing now, I feel like you know, everything is coming through because definitely faith without work is dead. And once I really start putting in more work, yep. then I can start seeing like the benefits of, you know, my work. Not, I'm not up there yet with everybody, but I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I mean, everyone's running their own race. I mean, so, so I, I think, I think part of what I was saying earlier about if you want to pursue a bunch of different things, I mean, everyone should pursue whatever they want, but you got to be realistic with number one, your bank account. Yeah. You gotta be realistic mm -hmm. with your family and, and your, your family's goals and financial goals. Like, so if you're, whatever you're doing, if, if you have a little bit of cushion, maybe cool, you can take your time. But if you, if you're like in Visha's position, you got, you have a family to, to take care of them. Like you've got to make it work. Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like my, you know, my, I'm, my children rely on me. So that's why I just go as hard as I can. Like I said, I'll, I'll get leads. A lead is nothing but an opportunity. I don't let people tell me, Oh, you know, 
this lead doesn't work. Leads don't work or whatever. Like that was my biggest mistake as far at first. Cause I would listen to people say, Oh, this doesn't work. And this doesn't work, but that you don't know until you try it. You know, I don't let people discourage me from getting opportunities. Uh, leads are opportunities. So I get my opportunities and I go to work. I'll go knock at doors. Um, I, I'll watch YouTubes all day. I watch other people sell life insurance all day. Like I'm just really locked in with what I want. Last week we had Julian on. He was he was he was on talking about the importance of building your brand and social media to to market your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, he also continues continues to buy leads on top of that. Uh, what has been your strategy? I know you're you're big on social media and you've you've you found ways to do that. I know I see you you know putting out door hangers and and flyers <laughs> and other stuff. Like what like what's been your main process of marketing your business? Um, for one, TikTok, those kids, like the tick, the kids on TikTok, they, they are the most supportive people in the world. Like if you go viral for once on TikTok, like, like I said, be intentional. If you go viral on TikTok, you'll have so many people inquiring about insurance. You just have to follow up. So I use TikTok, like I'm always posting, like overnight, I got like 20,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. So, um, I'll just keep posting. I'll post all day. It doesn't matter if I'm going to post door hangers or if I'm putting my yard signs or if I ask a client for a testimony um, or like I've created a job form where I've asked clients for reviews and I've asked them for, um, you know, asking for reviews and I ask them for referrals. So I ask them to fill that out. Like as soon as we're on the phone, I'm like, hey, you know, did I do a good job? Or, you know, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this. Can you just put in a review for me so I can know what I can do better with the next client? And I'll have them do it right while I'm on the phone. Um, and that has helped me get more clientele. And then just on social media alone, I'll I'll do it some of the elite videos. I'll do it some videos with people just talking about insurance. Because sometimes I just, I'm not comfortable talking or I got, I have three children. So my children are doing a whole bunch of stuff. Or I'm trying to organize leads and call people. So I don't have time to just talk into the camera all the time. But I'll do it videos and I'll just post me doing stuff. Like I'll post me sending thank you cards to clients. Like I'm very intentional about trying to post something every day and on my story every day. So I'm, but I'm posting on Facebook, my Facebook business page, my Facebook personal page, YouTube, Instagram, Google. (laughs) I'm posting on everything, TikTok, but yeah, but I can definitely say like TikTok is the most supportive because they just, you know, those kids are very supportive on there. So what gave you the idea to get on social media and promote your business in the first place? Did you spend a lot of time on there, you know, watching other people's stuff and thinking to yourself, why can't I do this? Um, I would say, yep. I would, I watch other people on, I would watch other people on social media, um, especially got some of you guys' posts. And then like, I'd be like, hey, I'm just posting pictures and they making money off of this. Like, what am I, like, why am I, why does it matter? Like, nobody cares about my pictures. Like, nobody cares about that. I need to make some money. And then, as I notice, like the ag- algorithm, I'm starting to go viral. And then my website is starting to get all these hits. So I'm like, that's what I need to be doing. Like, it's just common sense. So it's like, if you don't tell people what you're doing, and sometimes you, I'll even repeat videos because sometimes people will, you know, people don't always see what you have going on at the first time. So I just try to keep up with the algorithm all the time. I think that's the thing that a lot of people <laughs> tend to overlook. They're like, I don't want to post any any stuff I said before or, or an old video or old picture or whatever it is. But the thing is, it's new to somebody. Yeah, and it's all in your head too, right? Yeah, I don't care. And if somebody's people are like, oh, I only got three likes. Listen, 
if three people come in the room right now and they want to hear about insurance, I it's lights, camera, action for me because somebody gonna get it. Then you gonna tell somebody else. Like, I don't care how many likes or views I get, somebody seen it and somebody like, I'm gonna do it again the next day. Like I went from 20 views, 100 views to I have like 500,000 views, a million views on some stuff. Like, come on, wow. I like if that can if I can do that, then I just need to keep doing it, <laughs> and we all can do it. Because people are nosy. They just want to see what you're doing or they, you know, they just like to see. <laughs> I mean, they are. Like, they just like to see, you know, they like information. So, yeah. Yeah, and I and I, I think we kind of brought this, brought this up last week too. I mean, the thing is, just when you start posting stuff, the thing is you're sowing seeds. That That's the bottom line. So even if, like one of your videos mm-hmm. said it went viral and you have like a million views on it. Yeah, what did you even post? Yeah, what was that? What was that post? Um, I posted, um, Okay, so I posted, I, I have a lot of videos that went viral, but I have a video of my friend. She was a life insurance agent and she passed away without life insurance. Mm-hmm. Actually, today is her birthday. So happy birthday, Mercedes. <laughs> but um, yeah, she was a life insurance agent. She passed away without life insurance. She had children. And I just kind of talk, talked about the importance of that on my TikTok. And of course, a lot of people were intrigued by that because, I mean, she was young. She's 28 years old. Jeez. She sold life insurance but didn't have any life insurance. And we all, you know, it's a lot of people that don't find the importance of it. So that's one of the videos that I posted that went viral. You know, people love her story and a lot of people can, you know, relate or try to resonate with that. So a lot of people will inbox me about it and try to hurt. Like once they see her story, they they have a sense of urgency. Like, damn, I'm sorry, excuse my language. I need to get myself together. Like I need to get some insurance because like this girl was young. She had three children. I need to get something in place. And that was like a real wake up call too. Cause then, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're young, I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't pass away. Right. So right. how many, so put it this way, right? So you posted a free video, you made it yourself. Yep. It went yep. viral 500,000 to a million. How many leads would you yep. say? And how many clients you got out of that? I mean, I have a video of me showing, uh, I, I would say like, I would say probably like 50 people came in from that video, but you have to be consistent. Like at the time, I don't think I was being so consistent. Now I'm on it. Every time somebody says something to me, I'm on the internet like, oh yeah, well, text me right now. Let's talk right now. Um, Like you really just have to be consistent when it comes to things like that. Because I mean, I got like 50 people that came in and then, you know, probably like a hundred more that just inquired about it. That just, you know, cause sometimes people will waste their time. Like they'll, they just want to know. And then they'll come right. back. I have to come back months later. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that video. And I talked to you before. Now I can get it. Maybe they just don't have their finances in order right then. But you're just sowing a seed and they come back and they, and if you keep, you have to keep posting because they have to keep seeing you because, you know, out of sight, yeah. out of mind. So once they keep seeing you, they come back and say, oh, yeah, you know, I keep seeing you post. Like I keep meaning to get with you because I've seen that post about your friend a long time, you know. So that's the kind of things um, that they do. I also posted a video with um, with a guy. His wife didn't want insurance. Um, it was the day. It was the day of Valentine's Day. Life insurance agent came to see them. She kept saying, "Oh, I didn't need insurance. I need insurance." The day after the agent left, his wife died. So I have a video of him talking about that too on my page. That went viral, and you know, it just kind of sh- kinds you know kind of show people that life is you know life is too short. Like you gotta get some insurance, get some life insurance. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and even if you're selling seeds, the thing is even with that million or whatever, pe- people may not take any action on it right now. Right. So they, mm-hmm. they, might just, they might just be thinking on it. 
uh, the, but it made some impact on them. And this is also the reason why I always tell people you should post as much as, as often, because even if you feel like, well, what, what do I need to do for Gary, Gary V's out there, the, like Eddie Frizzell is out there, so-and-so is out there, like what, what do they care what I have to say? I mean, the thing is, we all, we all connect with certain, like the most random people. Sometimes you see somebody and I'm like, I don't even know why I like this guy. I just like him. Yeah. Right. And they're like, I, I don't talk like him. I don't think like him, but the, somehow whatever he said, like connected with me or the way he communicates, I'm like, I see something in him, about, like see myself in him in a little, little capacity. Yeah. So like, so I'll, you know, I'll duet their videos. I'll duet those guys' videos. I won't say anything. I'll duet their videos with them talking. I'll just be shaking my head and grin to what they're saying. Right. And I'll get thousands of likes on the video. And then people coming in my inbox inquiring about insurance because on their video, when I duet it, oh, if you want to know more about this, text me or inbox me now, you know, and people, you know, people will come in, come to you like that as well. Sure. You just yeah, have you- to, you just have to follow up. <laughs> Yeah, if, you know, if just to just to expand on the marketing standpoint, um, you're saying, you know, what about the comp- me being in a competition with these guys? Mm-hmm. Look, you got to understand, you're on Instagram, TikTok. How many times do you swipe up, right? You have like a seven second attention span. If you don't like this one, you go into this one, right? So mm-hmm. let's say they saw Misha's video and they spent a minute or ninety seconds into her page, into her video. Well, the Instagram or, or whatever platform algorithm will now identify you as someone that's watching her. So the next time she posts something, the algo knows, hey, you're going to watch what she says. I'm going to post this on because I want you to stay on my platform so we can put out some advertisements on you, some sponsors on you. So if you captivated and captured that audience, that algorithm is set up for you to send back to them again. Right. Right. So keep posting. It doesn't matter what's good, bad. But if you can maintain and pay, get them to pay attention to you, it's going to eventually come through. Definitely. Use some hashtags. Go like other people's stuff. Comment on other people's things. I mean, you don't have to always advertise yourself on other insurance agents' stuff. You know, that's a tough territory. But, you know, show other people love. And then that's how the algorithm brings, you know, people back to you as well. Right. And then even with even with the duet thing, I mean, the thing, the thing I've noticed is like, yeah, it's not that person making the, making those initial points to begin with. But the fact that if like they continuously post consistently about this topic or these things then it's like okay i associate this person with with that thing and this is obviously what they care about this is obviously Mm -hmm. what they do so it helps build up your credibility also you you mentioned about the consistency thing like the thing the thing is like we all we all want to tell ourselves like oh uh whatever i say is not that important if you're not at that point yet where you where you're really feeling yourself heavy and you're really (laughs) that confident so a lot of times people think like oh i don't i don't like I don't really want to post that much because I'd rather keep everything private, which look, if you want to be private, that's, that's all, that's your prerogative once, once again, but if you want to market your business, I mean, what are you trying to curate? Like, what are you trying to, what are you trying to post out there? Like, you don't have to post all your crazy drunken stories, but if you care about promoting your business, you can be like, Hey, this, this, you know, just post like your, your, your social media. Like it's always like some informational stuff, right? Right. Right. Chat GPT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AI. <laughs> no, but then, but then when it comes when it comes to clients, when it comes to people that potentially want to work with you, when it comes to anybody that's interested in your business, the thing is they, they may see one good post of yours because that, that showed up on their feed. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if they're really going to do business with you, sometimes they're just going to be hesitant for a while. They're going to just keep watching from a distance. But then they're going to do a deep dive in your actual profile itself. And then right. they're, they're, they're going to be like, oh, this this person made a really great point. But then I'm going to go look at the page and there's nothing else on there. They don't post anything else. So I'm like, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, they made they made one point. They got lucky one time. Even even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. I've seen those where it's one post and then you you click their profile. There's like six posts total. Yeah. one follower or something. I was like, this is a bot. <laughs> like, why why are you trying to be a mysterious person right now? Like this, are you trying to? Or not? I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, first that was me. Like I used to be like, ah, oh, you know, I only post a few pictures and you know whatever. No, I need to post. I need to post some videos so that I can understand what I do. And this is how I make some money. So by the time I'm in the car going to see my first client, I need somebody on my website booking with me to, uh, while I'm out in the field. Like, yeah, that's super important to me. Super important. Like, I'm yeah. The, fun, the funny thing is, I actually have a buddy in Miami who I don't, I don't even know you know him, but then like he, he, he reposted one of your posts and I'm like, I'm going through like, I'm, I'm looking through his uh, story, IG stories and I'm like, I'm like, do you know this girl? And then he's, he's like, he's like, no. And I'm like, I'm like, I actually work with her. And he's like, he's like, no, no kidding. And then like, he's like, small world. I mean, that's, that's, that's how far we reach that we can have. You yeah. Know? You post something valuable. And I don't know. I guess, I guess it makes sense because if you and I are follow each other on IG and then like he and I follow each other on IG, I mean, we kind of probably nice. intersect at some point and you know, smaller world than we think. That's crazy. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody in Florida, but I, People will call me like, oh, yeah, I see you on the internet all the time. You're life insurance lady. Oh, yeah, really? That's great. I'm, I can come see you today. Like, <laughs> I had a, go- a guy call me <laughs> that worked go. at a warehouse. <laughs> a guy that called me to work at a warehouse. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, me and my employees, you know, need insurance. I will be there. Like, I will, I'm going to pull up on you. They saw me, uh, he saw me on TikTok. Oh, I heard you're a local insurance agent. So I'll make sure I tag where I'm at. But I'll also make sure that I say that I'm virtual. Like, I'm everywhere, you know. Because I don't want to miss out on any opportunity. Hope you're enjoying the video so far. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, comment, anything to help us help support the algorithm so we can continue to bring you more valuable content and continue to be part of your lives. Also, if you don't feel that it's providing you that much support since you're already at this point, like and subscribe anyway. How long have you been with FFL now? Um, I've been with um you guys for about two years now. Two years, okay. Because I was gonna say, I mean, we've 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 talked a little bit here and there, but we never really connected. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to meet up with you at, at a convention, but we weren't able to to, to do that. Yeah. But um, as of recent, we started talking I a little bit her, more. I live and, in Orlando, so like the convention, I think is like three three and a half hours from me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we we didn't really start talking a little bit more until as of recent because we've been dealing mm-hmm. with some you know challenges in the business, right? Yes. And and. Uh, you know that's kind of forced us to talk a little bit more not that i didn't want to talk to you it's just that we were both just you didn't want to talk to me it's okay did i ever not pick up did i i've never responded to everything right this way you always no, but, always <laughs> good that's okay. a lifeline yeah and, and, and no but I, I i think i think that's important for people to know like if you have if you need stuff you should reach out to your upline because it's part of their job and uh but you know i'm but I bring that up because I mean, up until recently, I didn't really know you that well. I haven't, and I've seen you a little bit on social media, but we've become more, uh, we've become much more engaged in terms of, you know, talking about the business and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently you started asking about leads. So, I mean, you post a lot on social media. I mean, that generates, you know, a lot of marketing for you, but do you work leads as well? Heck yeah, I work leads. <laughs> like that's, it's super important. I, I, um, I'll call, I make appointments. I door knock. Um, I, at first, I really wasn't, like, I, I don't even want to lie to you, I really wasn't working leads, because I'm like, shoot, like, I'm posting on the internet, I'm getting enough, but I had to come out of the mind frame, like, this is not enough, like, I need more, especially because of a, a prior situation with another agent, now I'm trying to, 
work through something. So no, that's not enough. I need more leads. I need to be in the field. I need more opportunity. Leads are, you know, opportunities. I need more opportunity. Did you go through a phase before thinking like, I don't want to buy leads. I'd rather just do all my own. Yeah. Yeah. But until, yeah. But until social media gets dry, like sometimes it will, like sometimes you won't, people won't follow up for, you know, a little bit. And sometimes you don't feel like posting, even though you or some, you know, even though you need to post every day, sometimes you just don't feel like posting every day and you don't get, you know, as many hits as you did. Some, some posts don't perform as well as others. So you need those leads and you need that, you need that discipline. You need that discipline. You need that work so that you can just keep going. Now, one of, one of the lead vendors that, that you and I discussed, I mean, Joanne's actually recently just, just started on them too. So I actually wanted to bring Joanne so we can kind of uh, get your, get your ideas. Cause we, we talked a little bit about um, just some of the challenges you've encountered so far, but also like what your overall outlook is. So how's, how's that experience been working leads? Um, working leads. Well, something that I really like that Misha continues to say is that leads are opportunity. So for me in my mind, that's exactly how I, I end up seeing, seeing a phone call. Um, so yeah, so all in all, I think all leads are good because I've been able to um, try out a variety of them. So to me, it's like all leads are good and they're all opportunities. No, no one lead is better than another one. That's just how I kind of come to see it. So what you say, what you say earlier was your initial challenge with, with uh, working leads as far as, or just getting back into the business. Initially, I think like my, my challenge was, um, well, it still kind of is right. Um, Cause I'm, I'm barely starting back, but I think initially um, getting through the script, like really being able to get through the whole script. Um, that was, that's been my goal. That was my goal from the beginning is like, let me try to stick to the script, to the script, bring people back to the script. And then like, from there, I'm able to identify their need and then kind of move, move them to like the next stage, which is like closing them, which is where, I, where I'm at currently. But um, overall, I think I've had a pretty good experience with it so yeah how about with with products and and what to show and all that stuff oh yeah so so with products i mean number one thing is um with the, well with our practice company we just had one product right we just had one product that we can offer anybody but here we have a variety of products that basically can help anybody and everybody and we offer you know um basically like different niches different needs different products for a variety of different things so for me with the products, um, I'm just kind of learning as I'm going. So I'm learning as I'm going based off of the client's needs, if that makes sense. And that's been able to help me out because every single client that I've spoken to has actually had a need for a different carrier or has potentially qualified for a different carrier. You know what I mean? So it's helped me kind of um, explore the different platforms to the carriers and see what that is like. So yeah. Do, you ever, do you ever get stuck and be like, I don't know what to show this person? Yes. What, all the time. What, and what do you do then? All the time. All the time. All the time. I get stuck. I, yeah, I get stuck. I simply just tell them, you know what? Like, give me, like, if they ask me something I don't know, I just, I just tell them, like, you know what? Give me one second. I'm going to go ahead and search that answer for you. And I'll bring them back to the script. And while I'm searching on chat GPT, whatever answer it is, and texting <laughs> Albert on the side. Like <laughs> I am, yeah, I bring them back to the script and I continue to go down my script. And then I'm like, oh, by the way, this, like, you know, this is the answer to your question, but that's, that's how I look at it. I just don't let their questions kind of, um, 
bring me down during the call because in my mind, it's like, this is an opportunity for me to cover you. So I really don't know the answer. And I'm just, you know, honest with them. Cause I think, I mean, what, I don't know. I just, don't, I don't find it very beneficial to have like a lot of the small talk, which was what I was telling Albert is like, I don't want to get lost in like the small talk because that will deviate me from the script and from my initial point, which is just trying to identify what they actually need. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how. So how do the clients respond when you say like, Hey, let me just check on that for you. Let me, let me get the answer. Do they all, they're all fine with it. Like, I think <laughs> they're all very receptive. They're all like, oh, okay, cool. And they're okay with me getting them the, the actual fact, factual answer to their question. The best part is like, yeah. you ever, you ever get those where you get stuck? Like you got stuck today. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. man, shoot, I can't validate. Yeah. Like, or like the website stops working or you, the questions, like yeah. now there's an awkward silence. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Computer's frozen. <laughs> How do I buy time? Listen, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, like I'd still let them know because ultimately like, for me in my mind, it's like, dude, you know, we're on this, you know, virtually or whatever. So like, you know, that there can potentially be technical errors. So I'm just going to be honest and be like, you know what? I'm having some technical issues. I don't know how long this is going to take me, but you know, if you can give me a couple of minutes, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't cool. know. Like that's. Yeah. What were you saying, Misha? <laughs> no, I said, I'll talk to them too. I'll use that time to be a relationship. Like also, how's the weather there? You know, exactly. Like, because yeah. I, I don't want to lose the client. Like, you going to stay on this phone. We're going to figure this out together. Don't hang up. Listen, you're going to get this insurance. Don't doubt our insurance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like the, the small talk comes in and then I'm texting. I'm for texting me. You out. For me, yeah, when I'm, I'm in person. Albert, I'm like, how do you live? How yeah. do you live? I, I could be in full panic mode, but the client, like, you're not going to see me. You're not going to hear me sweat. I'm still going to, like, continue the conversation. Like, at the end of this. I remember okay. um, I would be, I would be <laughs> in person and it's, it's either that or you get, you pick the product, right? You're, you're like confident. I'm going to get them approved on this. And it declines on you. You're like, shoot, shoot, yes. shoot. What's oh my next? God, that's the worst. <laughs> I already spent 15 minutes on this application I'm about to lose this client. Let's try another one. And then you do the other one and it gets declined too. Declined again. Like, okay, what are you, what are you, what you're not telling me? Cause like, now I look like a fool. Like, oh, let me see if I can get you qualified. And then I'm going through all these places. Like what happened? Right. No, Start getting hotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for all you, all you I new agents out there. All, oh, all you yeah. new agents out there that get that get stuck at times, or you feel like like I'm the only person, we all still have those moments where you, your your body temperature just goes up just a tick, and then a little little, little drop of sweat starts coming out. You're like, oh, this is not what I expected. <laughs> it's normal for everybody, so just just yeah. hang in there and just deal with it. I think my main issue was like on the phone with a client, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to ask for the social. Now I'm like, no, I'm building a relationship with you. Oh, well, what, you know, I'm asking about your beneficiary and then we're going to move right into that social. Cause I think that was like, and a lot of people, the agents that try to come on, like, oh, I don't know how to ask for a social or bank account. Listen, you need this. We need this. We need this to qualify you. So yeah, yeah I think that me, was my, my main issue over the phone. <laughs> what, what uh, became comfortable for me for asking the social sometimes when you, um, when you're doing an application, depending on the carrier, it's like right next, like you say their name before even the address, it says the social. Right. So sometimes what I do is I skip the social. I, I get the, the name, address, yes. license. I do the, I do the driver's license. Then I do the height and weight. And then instead of asking for the social, I just say my line is, OK, I'm ready for your social. What's the number? Yep. Yep. Or I even to, sometimes I even say what's your benefit? Like, who is this person? You know, who 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 are you leading this to when you pass away? Like, let's let's build this connection first. Now give me the social. Right. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> so it, and, and do you do your, your appointments all over the phone or, or virtual or I do over the phone and then I also um I'll go in person too so I mean of course sometimes in person some people they'll say like oh I don't, I don't want it but 
you know, I know how I have my rebuttals too when I'm at your door. Like I'm, I just need to get through the door. That's it. <laughs> right. But yeah, most over the phone. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, when we're talking to Joanne, these are actually some of the, some of the leads that I was, I was talking over with you as far as, you know, so I kind of wanted, wanted her to share her experience a little bit with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, as far as, as far as the lead generation process, I mean, like, I don't know, we all, we all have to, to consider what's most important, like your time mm-hmm. or your money. Right. And, <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of times people say like, ah, I don't, I'd rather not pay someone to do all this stuff. Like for me, like, I'm paying for I'm paying for a gardener for stuff I don't want to do because my my time's more valuable than whatever I'm about to pay. Right, I can go right, yeah, doing other things. But so if if you have a process and you know how to market market yourself and you're generating the type of income you want, keep doing it. But if you don't have the uh, type of income that you're looking for and you're not where you want to be yet, you need you need to be realistic with yourself and stop being a cheapskate and invest your business, invest yourself, (laughs) and buy some leads. Yeah, I say both. Both are definitely important. They go hand in hand. And then that follow up, like with both. I think a lot of people, I, I'll call leads from a year ago and I can close the person because nobody ever followed up on them. Like, I think both are important. You need leads and then you need to market. But once you get up there, I guess, with a million followers, like some of these people or like a million people inquiring today, then maybe, like you said, you'll be fine. But until you get there, you need, you need leads. Like, leads are opportunities. Yeah. And then also while feeding off of what you said about the the lead source, um, well, the way, yeah. So I would say that the, that lead source is like pretty high intent for sure. And I do like, I do like using them because, um, like the client audience is more open to like listening about other products as well. Right. So it's not like they're just not closed off to, let's say, for example, final expense, they're actually interested in maybe other other products that we can offer them. So in terms of um, being able to work those, those leads, I think that I, I actually really do like them because they do feel like they're high intent. I'm literally on the calls um, while doing this part-time after work for about two to three hours after. So for me, it's kind of like, I wanted to make sure that I did have a high intent lead that when I'm calling them, that I actually do have somebody to talk to and put my reps in with them. Right. So I would say that it has been a good lead source for me um, starting off um, just to be able to kind of put myself through the whole presentation and figure out, you know, different niches of yeah. the products for Especially sure. Especially if you're, you're, if you're only working two or three hours, do you yeah. want to spend two or three hours presenting or dialing? I- yeah, I want to present. Yeah. So I'm just trying to put my, get as many conversations going as I can within that time frame. So I think that like that for me was really important because I didn't want to get caught up in the game of having to dial there for like those two hours and continuously so trying to just people. hit that one person. So gotcha. I did, I, I do suggest like, if you're in my shoes, kind of go for a higher intent lead where you're not going to be, you know, struggling so much to get one person to answer the call. So, yeah. I was saying it might be a little bit more money, but it's, you know, you have a higher ratio to close, you know, calling, you don't have to call all day, but. That's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I'm a firm believer that in, in this life, you get what you pay for. Yeah. So definitely. the thing is like your, your thing, but you, you work with whatever your budget is and you know, you scale up from there. Mm-hmm. But the thing mm-hmm. is like, if you care about volume, having a lot of people to talk to and be like, I would never pay that much for this. I'd rather buy a lot more in volume. Cool. Do that. And if you, if you're one of the person that said like, like me personally, like I value my time, you know, Same. Be, because like, <laughs> I can always make more money. I can't make more time. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. 
know. So I'd rather yeah. spend a little bit more and then and be able to get a little bit more high intent and and yes, of course we can market ourselves, but I know that's gonna that's a process. That's sowing seeds and that's gonna take way too long. And that's why I purchase leads. Yeah. I just want to explain on that. I mentioned this on my call. So think about the high intent versus the like, like an age lead of an older lead, right? So there's age leads out there. You could buy it for 75 cents. You could buy it for a dollar fifty. Let's say we used a dollar fifty, right? So I, I made a comparison because I bought the um, the life questionnaire leads, which is about sixteen bucks, right? So I bought twenty five sixteen dollar leads. It cost me four hundred dollars plus a service fee. Let's call it four twenty, right? And then I go buy three hundred dollars worth of age leads. It costs three hundred bucks, okay? But I get two hundred leads. So now think of it this way: either lead source if i make a sale i'm profiting i'm making even money right because yeah. if i make one sale i make a thousand i spent 400 he 400 here i spent 300 here i'm up right but now if i'm using the high intent leads it's all about your at bats to make my one sale i need to make one sale out of 25 i only got about 25 <laughs> but if i go on the age leads i got about 200 to make that one sale Mm -hmm. it's going to get you both the same, same direction. You're still going to make money. You just got to put in the work. So high intent, less, less little dialing, more presentations uh, versus, you know, age leads, more, more bats, more practice, and you can possibly make more. So, mm -hmm. You got to make up for that at time and, and more, more work in this right. little sweat yeah. equity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if, and if that works for you and that, 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 that's a, that's a system that you, that you, you see that as being profitable, stick yeah. with it. Yeah. If you want to, if you wanted to level up to more expensive leads and or in more specialized things, and you want to have more options, you still got to take those first steps first to build up to that point where you have that money to be able to make those decisions. Either way, you still got to put in the work. Definitely, I definitely think that when one thing I didn't take um, serious when I first came into the business is putting like I'm like I said I'm a mom, so I always want to do something fun. Like if you see my page, like I always want to take the kids to do something fun. So I wasn't mm -hmm. putting aside that budget for leads, and I think people need to just. No matter what kind of leads you're getting, you need to put aside that budget for leads per week because that's how you keep your keep scaling your business and keep your business growing. Because eventually you're gonna come to a standstill, like, oh dang, what do I do now? Especially if you're not posting or you know, I think that's super important. So at the heart of it, I mean, just all 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 of us, in, uh, if we have our own business, we work in this in this industry. First of first of all, you guys ask yourself. Do you want to make money? Yeah. Like, do, <laughs> yes. do you want to grow your business? I mean, th those those are the first two questions on whether mm -hmm. or not because you could have your license, you could be contracted, but if you don't have either of those first two things, it's like, why are you here? Yeah. Or like, what do you expect to change in your life? Like, what do you want mm -hmm. to get out of it? So, uh, if if once you establish, yes, I want to make money, and yes, I want, <laughs> or yes, I want to grow my business, or one or the other, or both. At that point, it's like, okay, well, if you don't purchase leads then what right? <laughs> if you're not posting like regular content that's actually bringing driving you results that you can that you can live off of then what you know so i i think i think that's the, the first part people just need to be honest with themselves about that you know if you're not spending money on leads and you're not having a regular source coming in like what do you expect to change in your life yeah and the same thing with the uh, social media you got to just look at social media. Is it a tool for you? Do you want to just gloat, gloat away? Or do you want to use it as a tool to make you money? Let's make money with it and profit it. Yeah, I was telling a girl, she was like, oh, I see you went viral, but I'm not getting any clients from this. I'm like, you're not posting a call to action. You don't post your phone number. You don't post, no, like, you don't, you don't tell people what to do. Like, you have to have a call to actions. Even on my post, I'm like, text me now. 
I'm creating a sense of urgency, like call me now, DM me now, do something like right now with my post. Um, I think a lot of people miss out on that important factor because they're just like, oh, I'm just gonna post it and people will just see it. Yeah, they post it and they're scrolling. Like people have a short attention, attention span. But by the time, if you scroll me, if you see something on my page, you're gonna see my phone number, you're gonna see my website, you're gonna see DM me or a message box or something so that you have a way to contact me right then and there. Because I think with social media, you have to create a sense of urgency because people are always that short attention span that we're starting to grow in this generation. Yeah, that's true. It's like it's like those TV ads, right? And anything you see, yeah. if you order in the next 30 seconds, the next one minute, right. we'll do free right. shipping. <laughs> or you get right. two of the pieces of the order of this overpriced item. Oh, <laughs> right you gotta, now. You gotta create the urgency. You got you got you gotta have a call to action, get people to do something. Yeah. You can yeah. provide information and, and value, but if they just sit on end, they're, they're not forgetting it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, this is cool. Next. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, so so Misha. Um, if there's an agent struggling out there, what would your advice be to them? My advice to an agent struggling would be keep going, like keep going. You don't see anything as soon as you don't see growth as soon as you plant a seed. Like you have to keep planting that seed, keep watering it. And like I said, faith without work is dead. So put in the work, like put in the work. You have to call, call clients, get door hangers. I have shirts that say I'm your life insurance lady. When I even like I'm, I'm when I go to the club, I'm airdropping my business cards to people when I go to restaurants or to take my kids to their activities. I'm airdropping my business cards. I'm always putting in the work because I just, you know, I believe that everything, every time you plant something, if you keep watering, it's eventually gonna grow. Like, don't become discouraged. I definitely have, you know, become discouraged in this business at one point. And I was like, oh, I'll just tuck my tail, I don't wanna do it. But as I see people like not trying to brag, they they like less talent than me, doing better than me. It's because they just put in more work than me. So it's like I gotta put in more work. I definitely want to be the one percent. So I'm willing to do what it takes. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when I when I was younger, I used to like, hate all those cliches because I'm I'm like it's so corny. But then I, like as you get older, you're like. Oh, they were saying all this stuff because it's true. Like, yeah. like, yeah. And it's like, it's not like I'm just saying it. Like, I'm not just saying it as a person that I'm not saying it as a person that um, comes from money. I don't come from money. Like, I really had to hustle to get, you know, to to get leads or to be able to sometimes advertise on social media. So I'm not saying it coming from anything. I'm saying it as like, I had nothing. Like I came down here with three garbage bags full of clothes and three children, I'm divorced. I don't get child support or anything like that. So it really takes for, I need my business to grow. I need to keep this business. I need to make sure my business doesn't go under. So in order to do that, I'm going to have to get door hangers. I'm going to have to be uncomfortable and become, not be that shy girl anymore and talk to people and, advertise on social media as much as I can and get leads and call all day because as soon as I get comfortable somebody's college fund is getting messed up somebody not you might not have groceries next week like they depend on me so I mean whatever your why is it's going to make you push you know forward <laughs> and so what what does your daily schedule look like Misha my my daily schedule is crazy <laughs> I'm becoming, I'm becoming more organized, y'all, but my daily schedule is really like, I like I said, I have three children. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm getting everybody breakfast. I'm getting everybody on their activities because they're old enough to do, you know, certain things. And most, we just got out of school. So usually they were going to school. So when they went to school, I was at home dialing and dialing and dialing. And, or if I lined up in between taking my appointments 
And then if I have, um, so I'll do that. And on Wednesdays, I mean, I'm sorry, Saturdays, I like to go into the field because that's when most people are home. So sometimes I just, like if I have um, leads that are in my neighbor, like around me or in Orlando, I'll go see the person because I like to, I feel like to me, like I like to, I'm a better salesperson in, in person. So that is like what my daily schedules look like. So when I get done with all of that, I'll say, you know, in between, like I still, we have a lot of flexibility in this business. So I'm not going to say like, you just have to be a monster. Like, I know I still can go get my kids. I still can do activities with them. I'm still able to make dinner, get everybody in the bath and everything like that. But all this time I'm factoring in, dialing and going to see people as well. So by the time I'm done with all that, the next day it's the same thing. Like as soon as you get too comfortable, that's when you like kind of fall off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just wanted to ask because sometimes people say like, I can't do it. I have kids. And I'm always like, okay, Crazy. Well, so that, that's why you can do it. The whole world have kids. <laughs> no. Your kids will like as soon as you like you get a schedule with your kids, they'll understand. Like I tell my kids all the time, like listen, you you ask for that, you ask and you want to go to SeaWorld, like come on now. I, I'll tell them like this is how much this policy is worth. This is how much mommy can make. Like I need you to, I need for us to work together. Like we are a business minded family. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying that we're robots. You know, I'm just trying to teach them like a value, the value of dollar, the, the, a dollar in time, so that they can know everything. Things don't come free. Like I don't have trust fund babies yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gonna be that sugar mama. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the final, final question. Uh, aside from money, what do you do this for? Um, like I told you, um, in 2020, I had my grandfather. My grandfather passed away of COVID. My best friend, she passed away of cancer. My little cousin passed away of suicide and then my grandmother passed away from illness and they all passed away with everybody a month, you know, apart from each other. Nobody had life insurance and I was already a life insurance agent. And so was my friend. And it just made me think like, I, what am I doing? Like, I'm not, my voice is not big enough. I'm not really telling people what I'm, what I'm doing. So is it so that nobody around me has to deal with like passing away? I mean, a, a loved one passing away financially it's already gonna I mean it, emotionally it's already gonna tear you apart but financially that other factor I've dealt with it before I've had to raise money for GoFundMe I've had to like get people together like hey can you help me with this can you help me with it try to get this person married I don't want anybody around me or people to have to go through that because it's devastating you know and I'm a really an empath I'm an empathetic person so I don't want people to have to go through that and I tell my clients that all the time you know not when, when I speak to them like it's really important for my clients to know my why Okay. Well, that's a great, that's a great story. And I'm, I don't, and I, I definitely see the personal connection of it, you know, how, how deeply personally convicted you are in, in the content that you put out and when you talk about your business. So it's really exciting to see. Oh, thank you. I'm, thank you so much for all your support. I buy the Albert y'all all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got some people on the chat asking, uh, what is your social media so they can see what, what yeah, you're posting. If, they, if people wanted to follow you or, or people wanted to, yeah. to get in touch with you for stuff, how do they get a hold of you? Follow me, y'all. Misha Speaks Life Insurance. <laughs> so it's M-E-I-S-H-A underscore Speaks Life Insurance. That's on everything, y'all. I'm on YouTube, TikTok, um, Facebook. And then if you hashtag your life insurance lady, I'm going to pop up. You'll see some other people. It's like the imitators, but I'll pop up. <laughs> you hashtag your life insurance lady because I've been doing it. I've been hashtagging your life insurance lady for a little while. 
And if y'all ladies want to put your life insurance lady too, I don't, I don't mind that because we're on the team together. But it's the other ladies that try to. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, that's great stuff. Well, if you guys want to get with the original, that's at Misha underscore Misha speaks underscore life. speaks life insurance. Yep. So it's M E I S H A underscore insurance. speaks life insurance. You all will put the asset in. You'll put the link in there. So yeah, I'll put them in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, def- definitely, definitely appreciate you coming on. And you know, I think I think it. This is kind of the uh, the importance of having patience in this business. I, Misha and I hardly talked that much when when she first started, and we didn't we didn't get a chance to interact that often. I I kind of just thought she was kind of disconnected a little bit because she was doing her own thing and she didn't really want to be bothered. But then the thing is that we we've encountered a challenge together. And then so like, you know, throughout the process, we started talking and then all of a sudden, like now, now it's like she's she's we have much more of a communication and you know, you get to hear you get to hear this the phenomenal training from her to to be able to add to your repertoire. So don't look at you the results what? immediately. Don't don't just judge based off of things right away. Like it takes some time for things to to and we kept talking about sowing seeds. And here's another cliche. <laughs> the, the day you sow the seeds, not the day you eat the fruit, right? Right. It's gonna Definitely. take some time. Definitely. And I was very like, it's so important to become plugged in because when I was going through like a something in this business, I was like, oh, I want to talk to nobody. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> I want to figure everything out by myself. Like, I want to just disconnect from everything. But as I became more plugged in, I'm like, damn, like, oh, they know this person. Like, I like, I was on a call the other day and somebody was saying something. I'm like, oh, like, damn, I, that's all I needed to know. Like, it all started to click. So as much as you like isolate yourself, you can't, nobody can do anything alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so used to like, oh, I'm building myself up. I'm gonna do this by myself. But no, as you have a team and people, uh, accountability partners, it just feels like, okay, I can do this now. Like, I'm not by myself. Like, I, like Albert would text me like, oh, we in this together. And I'm like, damn, we in this together. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling. Like, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? Well, yeah, you all have resources out there. So just just reach out to somebody. The, the, we're, we're talking about this earlier. Aside from the fact that there's answers out there or there's there's different perspectives that, that might be able to help you see your business a little bit differently. Aside from the fact that you're not in and alone during the tough challenges and stuff, it's also more fun. It'll yeah. keep you more engaged. It'll get, it'll get you through those tough days because the thing is you'll hear other people have gone through certain things and it'll just help you just stay around longer till you get a chance to be, till you can be patient enough so you can actually get to the point where you can see the success that you're looking for and that you're willing to work for, more importantly. So hopefully that, that was helpful, helpful to you guys. I learned a lot of great stuff from Misha. Appreciate you coming on and sharing. Hey, y'all, man. You're, you're, you're way more talkative than I initially thought you were when we first started talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You tell me to shut up sometimes. I can't help it. I don't talk to people. I don't talk to adults all day. I got kids. So I talk to my clients and my kids all day. So. Uh, it's, it's all good keep spreading the good word keep spreading the message out there and, and 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 affect as many people as you can if you want to make a difference i mean you're you're on the path to doing that so let's all let's all continue to, to go out there and strive to do the same let's let's talk to as many people as we can and find other people that we can help joanne thank you john thank you misha big appreciation much love so for everyone else let's go out there and be elite guys Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Thank you guys once again for supporting. If you guys want to see more of that, please make sure you like, subscribe, uh, click on this link here to subscribe, click on this link for the next video.